With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday 10th of August 2019. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good morning John. And the return of Gordo. Just back, French leagues have kicked off. Do you know how we said half seven meet Gordo? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that we was were, good. Yeah, we were both. It was cool when we got there for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. good. So it's, it's not half seven in Andy's, but we're starting with Andy's yeah. time. Different time zone, you know. That's All those Japanese games incredible. he's watching. How I was like waiting outside for half an hour last week for you and <laughs> And no one mentioned it, did they? No one mentioned it. I was rushing out of traffic. (laughs) And also, it's more fun to rip you. So, fair enough. Gordon and I were just pointing out the best part of actually doing this on the Wednesday morning instead of a Tuesday night, which doesn't seem like a lot, is the fact that you can actually get the fucking odds. Oh, and not just that. You can also see the results of Tuesday night games. Yeah. So, for uh, for the French ones, the Liga Nationale doesn't get rid like odds until probably Thursday night but all the second division and French first division finally gets it done so it's decent yep so I guess we'll just start with last week's picks then this is my favourite part where we can actually recap it's not my favourite part this week <laughs> no, no it is not Andy but but we'll get to that we'll just fly through my banker was Hibs at home with St Martin uh, Hibs won 1-0 they were 6-11 to however I was incredibly lucky it was 87th minute aye Hibs um, were all over them, I think. Like, I certainly got a text a couple of times saying it should be one 0 Yeah, because yeah. I had them. I had them on a wider coupon as well, and that was the only one I was waiting on. But after eighty five minutes, oh, I, was I was still checking my phone, going, "This is still nil nil." <laughs> I, I had them in my over one point five as well, so that that was absolutely disgusting. But they came through eventually, where Andy Kawasaki did not. They also, because I was out at the baseball field. And got a goal alert saying Kawasaki goal, 84 minutes. I was like, oh, this is brilliant, good, we're in. Goal disallowed, one of those bet365. We've, we've agreed that you need to stop using that goal alert system for <sighs> that. It's, it means it doesn't do it. Flashcore doesn't do that anymore. Flashcore just gives you a delayed goal because it's waiting. That VR, because it, it ended up going to about 99 minutes, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and Kawasaki were all over them, like properly all over them. Yeah, I really hope they don't. That'd be a nightmare for like Scottish games because if you have to go to the subway, you need to like figure out what the new eighty-six minute is. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up nil-nil. I ended up nil-nil and was incredibly frustrating. Uh, My value pick was uh, Exeter at home at Macclesfield. Like I said, this was a bet against Macclesfield. Uh, Exeter won one nil again. That was an eighty-eighth minute. Yeah, this one was even later than (laughs) this. It was wonderful. Like I was looking at your picks on Saturday, going. My God, they're all still nil nil, like with the exception of the the outsider yeah. we're clinging on. And I was like, "Oh dear, this could this could be a bad week overall." Not at all. John came through in the end. Yeah, because both of them happened almost at the same. Because I was I was I was out a walk, I picked up my phone, and I got yeah. all of the notifications. Well, on, so I was like, "This we, is great." We were all in Maggie May's watching uh, watching the cricket actually, 
but they had the scores on as well and they were actually on Sky Sports they were one after the other oh, back on, to back. on the video that printer beautiful uh, it was really nice See, I, was, I, was, I was watching that and obviously I was delighted because it's great for the podcast but I was like why does this shit never happen to me <laughs> <laughs> I was out with some boys I play football <laughs> with who don't know I do a podcast oh really okay. so I told them at half time and, it oh, made and you told the them picks. what the picks were did, so, they, did they back them in play no oh, one good. of the boys doesn't bet but I was getting slaughtered because at that point I think we only had one in of Six because six, they had the charity picks running as well. So I was like, it's a long season. This doesn't look good right now. <laughs> uh, but they held on. Like I said, it was a bet against Macclesfield, and that will be a recurring theme, I think, this season. Um, my value pick was Kashima away at Shonen at 5 to 4. Um, you're not going to win a game when you give the opposition a 2 0 lead, uh, which Kashima did. Uh, it was 0 0 at half time. Yeah, they did get back into it. They did. Um, they scored twice and set up a very good last 10 minutes where they were just battering Shonen's goal. And then in the 97th minute, Hit them in the counter, get a corner, show them win 3-2. Yeah, I'm almost thinking, see for VR decisions, they should stop the clock. Like, I've never been a fan of stopping the clock for the ball out of play, but I think on VR, you should actually just stop the clock and only add time for relevant stoppages. Because games going into the 98th minute is just ridiculous. As, sta- it, as standard now. And it's going to be, as I'm saying, it's going to become the norm. So I think, see when it's VR, there should be a stopped clock, dead and only replay it once the decision's made. Yeah, yeah. that rug- rugby but, system but, works but, fine. Like, but so. you're still technically going into the 98th minute. But at least you can manage it. Like, I'm looking at these games forgetting the not knowing how going, long... Why are they playing to the 98th minute? Yeah. Yeah, Is there th- a, a, a 19-man brawl? Like, uh, like, <laughs> like, like a death or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my outsider completed my treble. Ipswich away to Burton. They ended up being 3-1 to one before kickoff. I saw that. They actually went down to 7-4 to four on Betfair the day after we recorded on Wednesday morning right, which okay. obviously is when I took them <laughs> and, then, and then pre-game they were 3-1 to one. It was yeah. uh, when I was going through the coupon around noon I was like Oof, that's a that's a heavy price rise that was when I that was what I got I got 3-1 to one when <sighs> I put the bet on but it's, it's, everything's come up John this week <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't put a treble on like that that was the one thing everyone referred back to they were like why do you not even stick a pound in the treble I was like because it's not meant to be like that yeah it's nice when it comes in yeah, and if you did that with everyone, you'd be like, it'd be so much harder to make profit at the end of the season if you're doing that. It would be quite difficult. Um, for my outsider, I had Norgeland away at Randers, and I also completed uh, my three out of three. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, Norgeland fell to uh, a pretty heavy defeat, I think it was 3 1. I'd kind of given up interest. Yeah. I w- so I was very happy with my picks, but extremely disappointed with my charity because they were rotten. Uh, Cardiff away to Wigan, lost 3 2. Barnsley away to Fulham 1-0 their two centre-halves have brought in are, are monsters I didn't watch the game only seen a, only seen a clip of the two of them they're fucking massive they've, they've literally I think they've it's like sent out the spec of Liam Lindsay and the <laughs> other me a man foot, in this size the other <laughs> six foot five defender they sold as well and just went I him Brilliant. just repeat sounds like when they used to scout for baseball players and it was just like no you're too small yeah you're too small <laughs> for Get no good no yeah. good reason at all do 100 metres you're not fast enough yeah it's like, I've got other attributes doesn't matter doesn't matter your charity picks my charity picks were okay um, I think Partick Thistle at Alloa they drew one each which was just frustrating but Dundee United versus Inverness uh, ended up 4-1 to Dundee United and Lawrence Shanklin scored all four for us um, was it all four? yep the first three was were all headers so he had a hat trick of headers with inside fifty five minutes, and then added one a lovely left foot into the bottom corner. He didn't ex that that scene that goal was excellent. He, he took it on the turn. turn yeah, that, that was the fourth one. It. But did you, did anyone see the tweet about him having the worst haircut in Scottish football? <laughs> he basically he's got two separate haircuts. He's got one that just goes right. Okay, we're all at the sides, and then he's got everything on yeah, top. Yeah, so we mop on top. 
I don't care. Maybe it's great for scoring headers. <laughs> He's just got more hairs. Got, got, got a hat trick of them working for him. I mean, I mean, so watch him. I, I don't even, I don't even know what odds he'll be to be top championship goal scorer. But I imagine it'll now be, it'll be like one massively. to two. Yeah, because. I think like twenty goals normally gets you that yeah. in that league, and he's got four already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's done almost a fifth. <laughs> yeah, that's absolute madness. Brilliant. It's not the worst. Like like we said. So overall, I think if you ran the numbers of the odds we gave you uh, last week, you will be in slight profit. Just um, no thanks to me, all thanks to John. But also depends when you bet them. Like I said, if you that's bet, true. If you if got Ipswich at three to one, because I think it was still two to one in the Thursday when this came out because Gary put up the odds as they were yeah. at the time mm-hmm. um, but no it's, it's not it's not the worst you know what see, see if you told me last week because it's very difficult doing opening day fixtures yep. uh, that you'll get just over um, just over break even in the first week I probably would have taken that yeah you just you get no form to go on but o- overall yeah but <laughs> I wouldn't have gone, yeah, John will get all of his, like yeah. a boss, and, and you will <laughs> lose just all of up. yours. Great. It's a long season, lads. Long season. Yeah, I don't actually know anyone at Winner Coupon. I certainly didn't. So. It's just so volatile. Yeah. Yeah, just now. We'll try again. Anyway, congratulations. Sir. Thank you very much. The it, first of many. It's a good start. Good start. Undefeated. Scottish Players Abroad section has expanded. So what we're going to do, as I was just saying to Andy and Gordon before we started, we are only going to go through the people who have had relevant game time. We're not going to update you on people who have been in a match day squad and not taking part because see if they're not picking the Scottish players. I don't really care about no, their club. No then. interest. So see if Hamburg don't play baits like they aren't just now. I don't care that they won 4-0. It's mental. I, w- I watched I mean, this. They did win 4-0. Yeah, someone, I did watch know, this game. Someone, someone going to write to, to Hamburg and tell them. We'll start with in the National Women's League in the USA with Rachel Corsey. Chicago beat Utah Royals 2-0, which leaves Utah seventh place. Uh, Corsey played the full 90 minutes. I watched the highlights, so the amazing thing about the National Women's League is it's probably got a better highlights package than sports scene. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even joking. You can get comprehensive highlights of every single game in that league. It's the same as the uh, the Japanese J-League now for Kuten Sports app. <laughs> Really? Is that, is that how good it's got? It's wonderful. But I could watch the full thing. Corsi actually was very close to scoring from a corner. Uh, Utah hit the bar, bounced out, and it was coming to her. But the guy just beat her to it, man. It was really annoying. But Sam Kerr for Chicago. This is the first day I'm watching this league. It's phenomenal. She's so quick. Scored the opening goal, set up the second goal. Absolutely phenomenal. Utah Royals don't look very good. They play Orlando Pride in two weeks, which is Claire Emsley's team. But Orlando Pride seem to have signed everyone. Well, they've got like six World Cup winners in their team. That's good. Uh, do, do they feel like they're on career mode? And they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to purchase just, all, just of the all the best players <laughs> yeah. that everyone knows from the league. <laughs> then on to Fiona Brown. Plays in the, the Swedish Premier League for Rosengard. They won 3-0 away to Jurgarden. She played 60 minutes. And that was her just back from injury. So oh, she got injured good. during the World Cup. They're now top of the league. So we're, we're glory hunting, I think, with how, Fiona Brown. How many games are we in? Uh, 13. That's quite. That's a considerable amount of 13, games. 13, three points clear. Uh, she, they played to flat 3-5-2, so she's kind of a forward, but she was playing right wing back. She was involved in the first goal, but <laughs> it seems like it's like watching old football. Every goal they scored was from good wing play. Yeah, just across into the box. Good wing play, across into the box and a good header. Yeah. All three of the goals were the exact same. Do you think maybe... 
like the women's football game is maybe where in terms of tactics the men's game was at like there's a short lag maybe yeah and we're cool. just waiting for a Mourinho where they just put 10 behind the ball yeah, yeah. just oh no, no that'll ruin it don't do that <laughs> don't do that yeah you can like you learn from the past please don't play the Mourinho football I was laughing so Tony Watt plays in Bulgaria for CSKA Sofia they were playing Osijek in the Europa League they got beat 1-0 in the away leg but then that took it to penalties Tony Watt came on with like 30 seconds to go mm-hmm. and done one of those ones where he's cut inside the right back and he's kicked his leg out in front of him but it's so unnatural yeah so like he's extended his right leg to be in front of his leg but the guy's kind of moved away he's essentially just kicked somebody mm-hmm. and threw himself to the ground in the Osijek Twitter page posted about this retweeted about it uh, no sorry he re- Tony Watt tweeted saying blatant penalty ignored in the last minute yeah and was being serious and Osijek what was it they were? it translated roughly as cheat <laughs> and shite bag for no taking a penalty that was like essentially the translated tweet from them because he didn't take a penalty in the shootout yeah. Yeah. so you're bringing one of your centre forwards As, I, do you but, know what I respect Osijek a lot more now <laughs> like, I mean, that, was that always a problem was the lack of Osijek it was like, last of Osijek Twitter, yeah. but uh, CSK Sofia went through so Tony Watt is still in the Europa League he played 45 minutes but by all accounts was terrible in a 1-0 win he gets subbed at half time getting subbed as a striker at half time is when, brutal when that happens my first check is always injury yeah nope, nope. just shy. an injury for someone else that forced the hand no it looked like they brought in a centre forward for a centre forward yeah that was when I stopped Great. watching though because although it's nice to keep in touch if my player's not on does it matter yeah. no the, the section loons its validity Johnny Russell came on for the last 10 minutes for Kansas City. They won a free tour away to Seattle Sounders. Uh, nothing of note. Uh, they conceded once he was on, but yeah, it, he wasn't at fault. They're now 10th in the Western Conference. So they're just faltering. Yeah. That's, nothing, nothing to play for yeah. at the MLS. However, we do. Andy, we've got another one. You, you'll know. You'll know who this is. Ziggy Gordon. Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, we're, we're, we're a, boy I, a boy I play football with has alerted me that we've missed Ziggy Gordon, who's moved to Central Coast Mariners. Oh, amazing. You'll love that. Who were the team last year yeah. who got who regularly took 2-0 leads in and then got lost. Yeah. I was telling my mate Sparky that there was a game where they were actually 2-0 up in the first half and lost 8-2. Incredible. And it was 2-2 with about 30 minutes to go. But I was like going... I'm happy to follow him, Sparky, but there needs to be a reason here. Ziggy Gordon, for me... Has always been somebody that looked older than he is. He's only just turned twenty-five. Fuck off. So I'm like going, I well, I can't write him off. <laughs> these these are all players that could potentially play for Scotland. Prospect. We're, we're only a bad generation away for having like Nigel Quasi back in the team. Oh, so nice. I, I'm not ruling out Ziggy Gordon, but Saint A. Gordo before we started. So he's joined Central Coast Mariners and they played in the, F, the Australian FA Cup at the weekend away to Maitland. They won two 0 he played 90 minutes, which was their first competitive clean sheet in over a year and a half. Are you, <laughs> are you accrediting this? Solely to, to Mr. Ziggy, Gordon. Yeah. Solely Ziggy to Ziggy holds Gordon. that team together. So sure, surely, like, there's got to be some great chance about him, like, to the theme of, like, David Bowie songs. <laughs> so should we like, get in touch with Central Coast and try and start one? Oh, they're probably already all over this. Yeah. Because it was, uh, I was playing football with Sparky Monday night and he said to me about it, but then... I've went on to our Twitter page this morning and Ziggy Gordon's just followed us. So now I feel like I've then checked the result. So I've not been able to check the highlights yet because of the notice, but I will look for them. I now. assume it was all him just, you know, yeah. resolute defending. 
all, all of it. I mean, it looked like he was playing right back in the formation they had, but I mean, he held them to the to the zero, and that's it. Something they don't do. They are the worst team ever. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the actual game starting on BT. I mean, he'll be earning his money. I don't know what he gets paid out in Australia, but he'll be earning every penny. Else <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> they were honestly the worst team I've ever seen. They, f- they finished rock bottom I know. two years in a row, but there's no there's no relegation, relegation yet in Australia. For it. But so that, that's what we've covered. Everyone else that we've not mentioned either played like a couple of minutes or is still in pre-season. So if Hitafe uh, played, but Jack Harper wasn't involved in the team. Verona had a friendly. Harvey St. Clair played a few minutes for Venezia. Nothing of note. We're only going to start covering it when it gets to the, the big timing competitive oh, football. Last week we were talking about sponsoring a player. Yes. And we went through it. So Queen's Park were the cheapest. Is that, is that what we landed on? Queen's Park were the cheapest of the clubs we investigated. They were like 40 quid. Did you mention Gordo? Does somebody just joined them from, so, from Gordo's? For those who don't know, Gordo's speciality is definitely the French conference is it the conference I, I like the, the national the league national i actually looked at national two the other day and i was like there's too many teams in this one i can't, I can't deal <laughs> with that but the league national so the third tier of french football uh no the fourth tier of french football um and queen's park have just signed a guy who hasn't even been announced on their like live score or anything yet i just know because a, a boy from our work is on the actual uh the queen's park like insiders forum and uh, they've signed a guy called <laughs> joffrey um, from the signed this guy called Joffrey That's from cunt from Game of Thrones. Aye, he's got a great name. Um, from um, Burg Baros. So they've just got promoted into the Liga Nacional. So he thought or thinks, and I hopefully we can sponsor him, right? But he thinks that the Scottish, the league that Queens Park are in, is better than the Liga Nacional, and I like that. So, I like he's, so he's trading up this guy. Will he? Will he even get game time then? I hope so. I hope. I hope he's. I hope, like, see. Here's the thing: is Martin had said to me. He was playing well the other day. He looked he looked pretty good. I was like, excellent. I want to go down and ask him about COVID. <laughs> Can you tell me a bit more about the Liga Nacional and <laughs> find out some interesting stuff? Um, but yeah, so if we can get... I had a look on the website to see if he'd been sponsored yet. He hasn't even on that purely because he's not been no announced way. yet. Maybe we're breaking the news here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> breaking, news a, breaking news with places like Sky Sports and 24 on News Cycles where a podcast that takes two days to produce. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So that might be an option. There's Ben Grant is running the the social media for co-winning Rangers is also sent us some players we could choose possibly. I I like the idea I was saying to you, Andy. It's so misleading on the club's websites what you're actually getting. Oh, but I've been like I've been party to this for years. So see, like, see so I, it's I understand home, what it home is. and away shirt sponsor. I was honestly seen at this level. I was thinking people are going to come out kitted like Formula One racers <laughs> with little patches everywhere. <laughs> these these are what pay my wages, guys. I need new boots. Trample better paying a hundred quid this week. You get your name in the program, um, and depending on extras, you might get some sort of sponsored dinner at the end of the year, or you'll get like a signed shirt. Well, that seemed to be what a lot of people were offering. The standard was the sponsors' dinner and a signed shirt. Yeah, that seems season. to be. But yeah, I was getting really confused. I was going, my God, are we going to be able to go on this kit? Like, is no. this something we can go on? But is, is it still something we could get on? I, I think how, so ru- much, how much are people struggling for money? I think there's rules about that. Do you think so? Definitely. About individual sponsorships, yeah. I think, about, I I think if it's team. going to be on a shirt, it has to be on all the shirts. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's see what Paul Juniors are up to. I certainly know they were sponsored by a Barber's one year. We, can, we could maybe compete with that. <laughs> okay. I have spoke to the team that I play for about, but I think we've just put our kits out. Gordon and I play for the Glasgow Comets 
baseball you were team. talking about so, that? Yeah. Let's, let's, get see, them involved. let's see if we can get uh, the Trample Bet podcast in the, at the backstop and on the back of the shirts. Mm-hmm. The people, shirts. people seem quite resistant with our podcast just because of the name, because it's got betting in it. Yeah, whereas like BetDAC or Bet365 certainly aren't connected with advertising or, in football at all, or are the, they? the Ladbrokes Scottish Premier League, yeah. or the William Hill Scottish Cup, yeah. or the, what's the league this year? League Cup? No idea. That's... Betfred? Betfred. Uh, it's Betfred, Betfred, yeah. They're all, they're all gambling companies. So anytime, anytime we've contacted anyone about interviews or possible stuff to promote, it's always focused on the betting. And the minute you come back and tell them, we're actually more of a stat podcast. Because that is what we're providing. Mm. We're providing stats. If you don't bet, we're not going to tell you to bet. We're providing a service yeah. to something. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's it's interest. It's it's yeah. that's what I mean. That's the reason I started betting on football was for interest when sports scene was on, and that's 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 the that's it. Tell me, you've seen the thing that sports scene are pushing now? The fan review outside the stadium in the form of like point of view camera. No selfie What's... camera just of somebody reviewing the game. Oh, what a great cost cutting measure that yep. is. Review the game yourself and send us the clip. We yep. won't have to send cameramen or do any work at all. So it's basically just somebody reviewing how the game went or how the crowd was, whatever it was. Um it's genuinely the worst section I've ever seen. It was something sports scene didn't need to do. There's a reason actually they don't have fans on their phones outside the stadium telling them how the game was. Because it's shit. Because it's shit. Yeah. And he might be steaming. That's, That's what Instagram's <laughs> for. Yeah. See if you want to run oh, a there's, social... there's platforms for yes. this. Yeah. If you want to run it out of that, do it. This is the BBC all over the back. And I've got another issue is just in general, is they're producing stuff as long as it's free. Yeah. So they'll allow people to make as many skits and put them on their websites, but as long as they're doing them themselves and not costing them is any that money. Is that the social stuff yes. that they do? Yeah. I mean some of it's okay, but yeah. they are just bombarding with content, whether it's good, bad, good, or, bad indifferent. or indifferent. Yep, totally. Yeah. Just because it's free. So I seen it in a I knew the boy that did it for Celtic does another podcast but there was a couple other ones and I was just going this is going to be a failed segment like this has to stop right now because it looks like amateur hour well it's, it's fans though that that's the issue like at least send your own cameramen and cover about the stadiums like don't just get somebody to do it from their phone it was, it's, it's a horrendous section and I hope it ends I've never been more put off Stevie Thompson's jeans shirt and tie combo was bad enough <laughs> But what do you think of him as just a general pundit? I think he's okay. But yeah, so do I. I quite just, like him. But don't wear jeans, shirt, and tie. That's like a family dinner. You're oh. on fucking sports scenes. I was, treat, I was it, a... treat it with some credibility or none at all. Last year I was in Ireland for the World Cup, right? And I'll, I'll find this and, and tweet it out because I think I'll only put it on my Facebook. But I was watching the Irish TV for uh, the World Cup games. And clearly a guy thought there would have been a table in the studio because he's like wearing the top half of a suit and then just like <laughs> a pair of sports shorts. <laughs> But they're on they're on three chairs and there's no table or anything. He's just sort of sat there. That was like surely like, someone could have found this guy a pair of trousers. It's one of those ones. I did a, a Skype interview for a job in Dubai recently, and it, I done it at my kitchen table. And there was part of me going, "Yeah, you always hear people saying just just wear your upper half, Aye. just through a sense of freedom." And I've went, I was doing it at my phone. I just you'd stand I just knew up or something. I dropped or my phone, drop phone. Something would happen. Yeah. So. I went against it and this is the reason why not to get caught out this week's picks Andy do you want to try and go first? yeah that that worked really well last year didn't it? the time that you did it first (laughs) go 
go go Andy. see the absolute daggers I'm giving him yeah. it's one week and he's already started well the good news is I like your bankrupt value this week oh excellent that's so. Okay, I've got John's approval. Uh, the Bankers Friday, <laughs> Friday evening in the Danish Superliga. I it's... forgot that part though. But the good thing is, I'm going to send this straight to Gary. So we were saying before we started is we've figured out the new SD card policy. So I've brought my laptop from home, which essentially is just used to transfer these files to Gary. It's an old laptop that my mate gave me from his work. It's a piece of shit. It barely works. It can, it can do one thing. It can do one it thing. Like email out a podcast. Let's not let's not push it. But what you were, we were just laughing before we started was because I opened a brand new SD card from the packaging, but when I plugged in, it said it was full. So the recycling SD cards, old SD card, and that's what you were saying was like we should, we should have looked on it. You should have looked on what it. Be, you, there could be some gems on that. Oh yeah, so I, I bought a I bought a, a DSLR camera on eBay at one point, and it came in a bag and a, like just like a camera bag, and I pulled out and there was an SD card, and I was like, oh brilliant, I've got an SD card, I just put it in, I put it in, and it was fucking the Bolton Bodybuilding Championships. <laughs> there was like a hundred pictures of just folk pulling different poses. I was like, this is weird. And do you know that way as I'm going through, I'm like, please, please don't be worse. Like, don't get worse than this. They got to the end I'm like right that's fine clear that emailed the guy and like do you want this SD card no replies he's obviously like oh shit because <laughs> yeah. what if somebody what if nobody knew he was there and that was his personal SD card and somebody's emailed him yeah do you still have those photos <laughs> <laughs> I've superimposed my own head on him <laughs> I'm Mr Bolton 2015 there's 20, 20 years from now there's going to be a guy in Bolton trying to tell his grandkids that he was a bodybuilder nice. and he's got he's definitely got photos somewhere to prove yeah. it I sent the evidence. Look, I've, I've got the evidence somewhere. I just need to contact this guy in Glasgow. I guess the good news is with bodybuilders, well, the steroids you take, he's probably not going to have Oh, he's not going to make it to that. So no. It's fine. no. <laughs> the banker. Friday night. <laughs> this is important. <laughs> like, my point was, was that I'm going to be able to send this to Gary earlier, so he should get it out in time On Thursday people. night for people yep. ready for Friday. It's FC Copenhagen at home against Lingby. Um, Copenhagen current holders of this league they absolutely ran away with it last year and it looks like they're doing the same this year there were four games in now they have a maximum 12 points so that's four out of four wins uh Lingby, nothing special at all six points from their four games you'll get copenhagen at two to nine Lingby did win the last time they played at copenhagen they did but, indeed but, but that's in terrible form pretty much of an outlier and yeah. i think the league was already done by then how um, did copenhagen go on was copenhagen playing midweek or were they uh they drew at, one each last night away a, to a red star no not red star so it's Saveda, oh, oh no, that's because is that just how it's it written in there? Yes, that's it. yeah, because Liverpool played them last season. That was a um, they drew one each, yeah, one each. And what was your opinion of them based on the Liverpool game? Uh, Chris, Chris, they was beat that the team us? that Liverpool studied, no. No, we, we get beat by them. I away, but away, but then we not thumped them, them at home. Seven 0 at home. Yeah, we, we crushed them at home, but the away they were. It's you know what the, a good result is one each away. Consider we get beat by. Yeah, them. Copenhagen scored late on. That was an eighty fourth minute penalty, mm-hmm. which you know, grand. Take that. Yeah, that's it. So Copenhagen two to nine at home against Lingby. I'm going to Croatia, and listeners of this show will recognise the team name Slavin Belupo. Oh, they're back. They they are back. Um, Istras. Istra's uh, 61 have deserted us because they've actually won a game this season already and it, t- it took them like 28 to do that last year. Good form. I mean, that's it. <laughs> so, Hadjik Splat are away to Slavin Belupo on Sunday. Hadjik Splat you can get at 4-7. to seven. They've won their opening three games of the season with uh, eight goals, conceded one. Slavin Belupo have lost all three, conceded eight, scored none. <laughs> so, I'm going to say 47 for Hadjik Splat as ridiculous odds for oh, yeah. that game. Uh, and I can't see any other way. Hadjik Splat are fourth in the league 
they will be challenging this year with Rijeka, Ilsejek and Dinamo Zagreb. But yeah, 47 is far too good for a banker. I'm, I'm being, not even being conservative yet, so I'm a wee bit worried when I looked at it and went, I was expecting 1-3, 1-4 that was going to be comfortable. 47's grand, Let, let's get that rolling in. Yeah, because we don't mind picking a 1-3 or a 1-4, it's more about looking at a league that people might not have seen Yeah, and given odds, because I could have picked Tottenham home Aston Villa at 1-3, but everyone else knows Tottenham are going to beat Aston Villa at home. Yeah, there's no value in you telling people that. No. But there is value in the Scottish Premier League on Sunday, uh, Aberdeen away at St Mirren. You'll get Aberdeen as high as evens, which is mental, I think. They won their first game 3-2 against Hearts. They came late. They were 2-1 down in that game and came late to win 3-2. Uh, so showed a good good bit of resolve. St Mirren, of course, took a loss in the opening game um, away at Hibs. Uh, Aberdeen have been really good pre-season. Yep. And really good in competitive games in qualifying for the Europa League. So... Uh, that was most recently a 6-1 win against uh, on aggregate against uh, Georgian outfit Chikura. Um, but they, Aberdeen looked good this season. St Mirren looked awful. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think St Mirren will finish last. I think it's maybe Hamilton's time. I, I hope it's Hamilton's time. They play the worst football. I think yeah. it's maybe Hamilton's time. But there's, they're certainly going to be down the very bottom of this table all season. And Aberdeen, I think, are a lock in third place. Yeah, the only thing for me with Aberdeen is the Eureka. They're playing Rijeka and Croatia yeah. on Thursday night. It's the only thing that I can think would sway this, but... but that's why the game's pushed out to Sunday, so yeah. maybe should the extra up. day. Look, Aberdeen, just quality-wise on paper, are so much better than St Mirren. So yep. if, you, if you can get evens or around evens, you should take it. And Sam Cosgrove is flying. I honestly don't see how him and Scott McKenna will be there by the time the window shuts, to be honest. They might not be. I, I don't think Cosgrove will. If, if you're thinking they lost Adam Rooney to Salford who were the league below the structure yeah. and it looks like there's teams in League 1 that want Cosgrove back you're going he's not going he, to he, he can't stay unless they get through your rake and he might be looking going we might get a really big draw against somebody a, a good run in the Europa League yeah. could be enough to tempt him yeah. yeah but yeah I, I want to agree with you on that Hamilton will be the worst team in this league because I've got Kilmarnock away at Hamilton at even money now this game absolutely screwed us <laughs> killed us last year last year twice <laughs> yeah you you took them at, you took them at home the first time it was one each and then I took Kilmarnock in this fixture away Kilmarnock win this game 1-2 and two. so I'm hoping so by form this should be the one they win right <laughs> they haven't lost they haven't lost at Hamilton since 2006 which was when Hamilton first got promoted back to the league Kilmarnock although had a bad start so they've lost to Welsh Minnows Connacht Keys and they lost to Rangers on Sunday in the last minute that was but, that was late in the but game but in the it? second half they were by far the better team the pressure was all on Rangers Kilmarnock Kilmarnock are one of these teams that are going to really struggle to change their out, outset because they sit in so they're impossible to break down if they're not interested in winning the game. Yeah. But a game like, a team like Hamilton they should be going battering them. Hamilton have obviously lost Zicky Gordon. So, so yeah. So they're going to be shipping and goals. He is holding up the whole of Australia. Yeah. So he's... <laughs> well the Central Coast. The Central Coast he's got that locked. So I'm taking Kilmarnock. I think it's Really confident. They've actually won six out of ten times have been there. So like I said, this is the one and two that they should win and you're getting the even monies. It's far too good for the team that finished uh, third last year. Kowarnock, yeah, I'm pretty confident Kowarnock will, will take all three points there. Nice. For the outsider, I am in the English Premier League. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take a opening day fixture and it's a big one on Sunday. It's Man United versus Chelsea. Uh, game's on television, so hopefully this will give us a a good bit of interest for that. I'm going to take Chelsea away from home at 13-5 to because I think the odds are just too big in a game where I think both teams are now worse than they were last year. 
I think it depends what happens between now and when's it shut Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday yeah. night. If Man U, obviously there's still time to, to, to bring in more people. But Harry Maguire at eighty plus million is mental. Can we be ballsy and just call Arsenal fans idiots? No. For there's twenty four hours left in this transfer window now. Sky Sports News, BT Sport, L'Equipe in France, Sky Sports Italia. They don't literally care about being right on the transfers right now. They just care about shares and likes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And interaction. Coutinho has been linked with Man U, Tottenham and Arsenal in the last 24 hours. And Liverpool. Oh, is he linked to Liverpool as well I, now? I, I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no players left in the squad. Just Andy's just shown me a, an Arsenal set-up formation. <laughs> I, I did see the we'll one tweet, we'll tweet this out it's a reshare from Bet365 but it's Arsenal's possible starting lineup at the weekend and there's no one in the, <laughs> the right hand side right hand the <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bold it's, strategy it's right an there. interesting formation of 2-4-3 <laughs> yeah it's the people that are I actually seen somebody tweet this morning I, I, some, when, do you know what I hate about Twitter is there's a lot of self-diagnosed insiders mm with insider knowledge because they once knew a thing that was happening I'm pretty sure this guy's claim to fame was that he knew Carl Jenkinson was signing an extension to his contract and he's just lived off that yeah, and died you, down oh, forever you knew that the third choice right back was going to stay for some time like the, well he, he actually put up saying if Arsenal signed Coutinho and the Utenboko the guy from uh, and didn't get Tierney would you be happy and you're like you don't you don't, so you don't deserve oxygen <laughs> is, is where I'm going first do you think Tierney will go before the transfer window? I don't think so now. I think no, we're fired around too much. Day. Do you not know maybe Arsenal fans with the Tierney thing was in coming out two days ago going, if he can't play for eight weeks, what's the point buying him? I'm like, that was always the case. That was never new information. Yeah. He just did a hernia up. That was he was always not playing till October. That was the rules when we first bid. Will Arsenal be in a decent enough situation that they can make do with their defensive setup as is? No. They need a centre half. Even Could, even to get through games until Rob Holden's you, you back, don't maybe. think you don't think that their attack is good enough that they can just score. No, because it looks like from what I'm understanding, the Ozil deal's done. Yeah, to go to DC United to because Rooney's going to Derby. No wonder I was able to draft him in round twelve of our fantasy football picks. I still thought it was worth the shot. No, round twelve for Ozil. He, he he should go at like number thirty, and I got him at like number a hundred and fucking sixty something. Yeah, yeah. That sounds, Worth like that's, that sounds like that's definitely done because it looks like there's actually been footage of him meeting with DC United representatives, which would explain why he's not giving a fuck for a year and a half because he's going to go there and get about five hundred grand. Was a it week. only a year and a half? It, just, <laughs> it seems to me yeah, it's, it's been it's longer, longer than that. See, the thing was, he was winning trophies, won as a couple of FA Cups, so he kind of let it slide. You kind of forget just how good he is when he plays well because yeah. he gets because he gets so much stick, and then that stick's retweeted or reshared and talked about all the time. Like, see when he's on his game. He's wonderful. Remember his breakthrough World Cup? Like, it was yeah. just incredible. Um, but back to the matter at hand, just because of the odds, 13-5. to 5. Now this game, Man United-Chelsea tends to go with the home team. Yep. So that's why I think you're getting Man U at evens um, or slightly below. But I think in terms of quality, it's much of a muchness. Um, the last time this game went to the away team, it was a Chelsea win at Old Trafford. Lampard was actually playing in it. <laughs> Um, and now he's got he's, experience. Uh, he's got experience. Well, he does. He does have a bit of experience. I don't think. I don't think either of these teams will do as well as they think they're going to do this year. Um, but when you're getting thirteen to five on one of them, and the game's on telly, I'm going to be going to be back. They are sixth and fifth. That's that's 
both both of those teams are. Either one of them is sixth, one of them is. I don't care who. That's what I think one as well. Is. Yeah. yeah. My outsider is in the. I'm staying in the SPL. Hearts are playing Ross County. Ooh. Ross County have just came up. Uh, they won three 0 at home to Hamilton in the first game of the season. They're four to one to win at Tynecastle. Hearts are not playing well just now. John Suters went broke down with an injury. Hickey, the left, the young left back, suspended. Naismith's just coming back from Hearts, a long term injury. In saying that, though, Hearts almost were good enough to beat Aberdeen. Like it was, it was stupid what happened at the end of that but game. They were sending off in a penalty to make it two all. But I watched the highlights. They were never in it. Aberdeen. It was, it was a game that was going two 0 three 0 instead of one one two one. Yeah, but Hearts are that team that do that just yeah. by making it difficult. It's Craig Levine. I just think there's something about see the way Livingston were last year that this happens. I think at four to one, you are on the right yeah. side of that <laughs> massively. Yeah. I just think a lot of teams are like that with the promotion bounce, used to winning games, kept a lot of the same squad. Weirdly, still co managers. Mm. I find that fascinating. Like, that can't happen very often in a top league, does it? Like, well, I'm I, thinking, I, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I'm right thinking now. back to like Roy Evans and Gelatuli. Oh, yeah, back in the day. Like I'm, the th- I'm thinking like right now how many others yeah. I can name. So they're like full on co managers. So, mm. but I, I think four, 41 is the odds are too good. I'm hoping I've caught like an early Air United away to Dundee type bet here. Brilliant. That would be the, that'd be the stuff, wouldn't it? Right, so we've got a new section. So, Gordon, we're giving you a treble. So, this is going against the grain of what we say our picks are. We're, we're making you sit out there and actually pick a fucking treble. It's true. What's great about this? What's great about this is, I mean, the format I've got is I've got a treble, I've got a big outsider, and then we'll go into the charity stuff. And I'm going to take it as my five team acca anyway. <laughs> so, so um, I think the, the the treble to talk about first. Um, uh, interestingly enough, the Liga Nacional is only one game in, but the League Two is three games in. So for the first game of my treble, we're going into the Liga Nacional, and it's Dunkirk versus Quivelli Rouen. So uh, Dunkirk away. Um, there are no odds on this yet, but they won their first game 3-0. Covelli Rouen drew 0-0. If you look at the head-to-head for um, Covelli Rouen, they've won their last four games, but they were played over f- like five months ago. Like the the, the four, like the, it's, it's the we're in April for the for for the fourth game of that stretch. <laughs> uh, Dunkirk actually like they've been drawn away from home, but overall uh, Dunkirk won at home 3-0 against Leon Deschamps and won 2-0 against Lens in pre-season. And Lens are a decent team, so. I think you're going to get good odds in this. Unfortunately, we don't have the odds for it yet because it's the Liga Nacional. So that's that's the first one of my picks. The second one is uh, Lorient. They are five to four away from home. They're looking quite good. They won their first game of the. They've won two of their first games of the season, and um, they are for me an interesting team because what they did in the the preseason was they played some pretty decent opposition. They played against some League One teams, so interesting stuff there. And then the final team on the treble is Chambly. Now, Chambly, you may remember from last season because they were my first pick when I was on the podcast and uh, they were the thing that got me invited back. So, uh, <laughs> um, so Chambly, when they're playing, uh, they're going to be, uh, they're playing at home to Grenoble. They are 8-5. to five. Now, they were promoted last season up from the Liga Nacional. Um, I think they're a good shout. I, I, I mean, they, they won their first game quite comfortably. Um, they've got they won their first two games 1-0 each time. They've got six points. They're fourth in the league. They're unbeaten and they're um, and the interesting thing about them is they are uh, playing against Grenoble. Now, Grenoble did nothing last season and they were consistently a team that we backed against. So that's the interesting thing there. Now, my big bet of this week is that my big outsider is Mets. So Mets are now up into League One. 
So they have been promoted up to the top tier of French football, which I don't often cover because I feel they're all a bit prima donna there. But you know, that's where the glory hunters. That's where the glory hunters are. But Mets, um, so they got promoted up last season. They absolutely stormed it. Um, they're going to be playing against uh, Strasbourg, but Strasbourg have to play an away. Uh, they have to play an away game in Bulgaria tomorrow night. So they have to travel to Bulgaria and come back to play against Mets. Now Mets were a tough team to break down. They were an interesting team uh, last season getting promoted up to the, the league I, we don't really know what they're going to do but I think 14 to 5 is a big price for a team ha- that have to that, for a team that were good last season and they're playing you know a team that have had to go to Bulgaria on Thursday so if you think about it they've got to play their game on Thursday night they come back on Friday and uh, they're, they're playing this turn game. around and then yeah, straight into this straight into the Mets game so I, I think 14 to 5 is a big price um, Dunkirk uh, Lorient and Chambly Lorient and Chambly you can get prices on 5 to 4 and 8 to 5 Dunkirk, we don't have anything for yet because of the league of national. That's a ballsy treble. Like they're yeah. they're above evens. That'll that'll turn out to be pretty decent odds. Um, you probably only need to hit like two of these a season to break even. Yeah. Well, uh, um, to be fair, I I I, I much prefer um, looking at kind of like not single picks, but only because I like big coupons. So these will be part of my five team ACA. So if that comes in, I'll show up my yacht. I'm gonna say Nancy V. Lorient's gonna finish one each. Because Nancy have done like 8 out of 10 home games. Yeah, Nancy last season were just so a pain annoying. in the neck. But... They're so happy just not winning games. Oh, last season, in fact, they were one of the most frustrating teams watching last season on that, you know, the the app you can get like Bet365 and watching it. Because you just tune in and be like, this is this is brutal. I was looking at the Strasbourg versus Mets previous fixtures when Strasbourg play at home in this tie and it's been 0-0, 1-1, 2-2 in their last three games so maybe it's a 3-3 three, three. Three, three coming but uh, yeah the last game was 2018 but before that we're going back to 2010 so like this is, this yeah. means nothing yeah. Um, but yeah I, I think Mets are I think Mets are a really interesting show because of the Strasbourg having to go to Bulgaria so. So a charity bet of changing so that Gordo's not left out. The charity treble. The charity treble. And it also hopefully gives us more chance to actually win. Because the, the, the four, a four-team mark is hard to do if you want good odds. It is. We could pick four easy games and give charity 12 quid. But still, there's a reason why even a four-team mark of, of like one to two shots comes out at like three to one, four to one. Yeah. If if you're betting on something that's four to one, that means it will happen one in every five times. Yeah, uh, and we're not we're not betting on the same thing every. Right. So so I, I I always don't understand when people put like a load of bankers on and then are confused as to why to like their twelve to one coupon didn't come in. I'm like, because it's fucking twelve to one. That means like yeah. it's got an expected return of one in thirteen. It's not it's, it's not a guarantee. <laughs> Just because you've picked fa- like odds on favourites in every match, it, <sighs> how so, numbers work. So my pick, I, I am baffled by these odds. Macclesfield at home to Leighton Orient. I am obviously taking Leighton Orient. <laughs> yeah. Come on, the O's. I love this. This is like last year when I just continually backed against Ingolstadt for like ages, months on end. Well, pretty yeah. much the season until they hit form. <laughs> yeah. Leighton Orient, you're getting 11 to 8. So as I've said, Macclesfield have played six games since they've come back for summer. They've scored one goal. They avoided relegation by a point. Last season, yeah. they have not made any signings and lost seven players. Leighton Orient have started to be a good win. They've had a really strong pre-season. So in their open game, I cannot see how Macclesfield get anything out of this game. The o- my only concern would be a 0-0 draw. 
but for me it's it's late in Orient and it's it's late in Orient by a couple of goals. I, I just don't see Macclesfield doing anything. Yeah. Eleven to eight is ridiculous. I almost did put it in as my outsider, but Ross County being four to one stole that for me. Yeah. I'm sticking uh, in the charity bet with Dundee United who are away at Partick Thistle on Friday evening after their 4-1 win against Inverness at the weekend. So that's Friday as well? This is Friday evening and um, Partick Thistle's one each draw. Disappointing one each draw at Aloha. But the news yesterday about Partick Thistle... Pulling all the money? Pulling all the money. They're, they've stopped their team coach. Like, not not the coach. Like, the bus. Oh, that would have been better. The bus. They've, they've taken the bus away. So now the players have to... <laughs> the players have to carpool and drive themselves to games mental um but i mean that environmentally that's bad yeah not not yeah but also for morale like you're a team that's maybe not though you're thinking maybe this could galvanize them think but of all the see, fun car games you can play in the way see, see when you've got I spy. Spy. <laughs> you could play that on a bus i suppose fun though too many people want to get involved yeah um but the, yeah they obviously had the euro millions winner promising six million pounds there's a new youth training said all gone all pulled he said he said last night he's taken all his potential investment and all his current investment out of the club because he doesn't like the restructuring of the board and the fact that they've lost a couple of uh, guys at sort of chairman level um that he that he was friendly with and believed in and now that they're not there his money's not there either so i mean in my opinion that is his right <laughs> oh it absolutely is his right of course it is but i'm well, saying why this isn't, isn't the money maker not the guy making all the decisions and baffling baffling absolutely see if someone's willing to come to Dundee United and actually put money in the club I don't yeah. mean like one of these Ponzi scheme guys yeah you know, he turns up and, and says they have money but it's all just a big charade this guy actually Charles has Green it. see it his name's Charles Green you can see it <laughs> this guy this guy actually has the money he won the Euro millions right 6 million to him out of 140 million is fuck all for a wee side project yep yeah and and the fact that now they don't have that what that does for morale what that does after drawing one each with Aloha and United looked really good when they won four one against Inverness. Yeah, um, I just think that it's too strong, and it's six to four just yes, now for a Dundee really, United really win, good. which is a huge price. That's a, that's it. Sounds like it's like that Friday night, Friday evening, nineteen oh five. I might go. Yep, five past seven. It's one of the early ones because it's on telly. Oh, I'm I'm going to go with that. Nice. I mean, I'm going to sit in the path of Thistle and Dundee. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. can marvel at Lauren Shankly banging in another three. Oh, Kenny Miller. <laughs> oh, that. Anyway, I'm not going to go into Kenny Mill. Um, my charity pick is uh, Rodey at home versus Paris FC. Rodey at home are unbeaten in 13 games, stretching back to 2018. Now, they were promoted last season. Paris lost of their last four games. Zero goals scored. This isn't even the French section. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there you are. This back is, in France. Back in France. I mean, that's the thing. This is actually my favourite bet of the, the whole weekend. It's, they're 3-2. So, they're, they're over-evens. And they... And they you know, they, they haven't, like, they win games at home. That's what Rodi did last season. Yeah. They just showed up. You're playing us at home. You'd lose. Leave. Yeah, Rodi wins so many home games. And Paris, what's that, lost seven and ten away? Yeah. And Paris haven't scored a goal in the last four games. And they've lost handsomely at home. I like this. Yeah, I like Paris that. I like FC twinned with Macclesfield. Twins with Macclesfield. Amazing. <laughs> That's how we're running this. Uh, as usual, we actually got a, a lot of retweets and shares last week. So yeah, thanks we, very much, everyone. We really appreciate it. Um, I've had more people texting me personally who tend to not use social media, just saying that they've been downloading the podcast, really enjoying it. So if you're one of those people, just say to people in your I work. I just say, say to your mates, you listen to this. That's literally what I do with other people's podcasts. If I enjoy a podcast, I will say to my pals, like, I think I've been talking recently. Offensive about pod. The offensive, oh my God, that thing is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I ran through... 40 ep- 38 episodes, aye, full Premier League season. 
It's a fictional Premier League team called Ashford Side. I ran through all 30 episodes in two days in work. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I don't get a lot of work done, but... Yeah. But you know a lot more about Ashford <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing about this podcast is because it's technically current affairs, it's maybe not that interesting to go back and listen to an episode randomly in October of last year. Yeah. yeah it's very true. much an up-to-date podcast. So yeah, uh, share, review, retweet, help us grow organically. Join the Facebook group. Um, at um, just go to Facebook and search for Trampled Bets Podcast. Join the community there. Also, we have a fantasy football league. Um, so people that play the fantasy football anyway, it's just a normal standard league. If you want to um, look at our Facebook group and the code to join that private league is in there, might as well add it to the, all the current leagues that you're in. Yeah. See if you can see if you can beat myself and Gordo. Yes. I've got I've got a strong fantasy team this year, except for my defence, <laughs> which is awful because I picked all the glamour players first. Um, yeah, I mean you can ah, you've done an Arsenal. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Play with no defence. Um, you can get me at John Walker underscore nineteen eighty six. You can get me on Twitter at ASV Sports, and you can get me at underscore Gordo Mick, or you can get us all at Trample Bet. Um, have a good week. Good luck. Happy hunting. There's See only ya. one Ziggy Gordon. There's only one. <laughs>